0: to the runner X podcast where we talk about all things running as many runners know it's 90% mental so join coach Valerie and coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running Welcome back to the runner X podcast. I'm coach Caroline, and this is coach Valerie. And the last couple of episodes, I keep calling myself coach Caroline. And you guys are probably wondering, what is she a coach of? Well, there, I have become a certified life coach. And part of why we did this was because Valerie and I've been working together for a number of years. And if you're a runner, if you've been running for any length of time, you've heard the analogy that running is 90% mental, Right. Um, And I think Valerie can attest to this. So we decided to get together because this is what we talk about all the time. And on the last episode, we talked about perception. Valerie, talk to me about the perception that I need to work on as learning a new movement.
1: Well, I would say there's two. And the first is to be aware. Yeah, the first step with perception or awareness is kind of like, let's go like this. When people go to like, say a dance club, or to learn a dance. And most people are like totally self-conscious, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to dance, or I don't (laughs) want to do that dance. So in the beginning of the lesson, they're only thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm uncomfortable, or this is awkward, right? So they haven't yet, just they have not yet released into the movement. And then all of a sudden they start doing a few steps and they're like, oh, wait a minute, I can do this step. And then all of a sudden they release and let go of that self, conscious part and start to focus only on how does this movement feel this is what happens with running because if I'm coming into running as a runner however long I've run or I'm not even a runner but I don't really know what is running then the beginning you have to go through a little bit first of self-conscious you're doing these drills or someone's watching me run whether it's you know through a video or on zoom and so I always tell people the first thing is you have to let go of that self-awareness. And then the second part is I'm developing perception of not just what does running feel like, it's what does falling feel like. And that is such a challenge. We've spent our whole lives not falling. And so here I'm telling you to fall. And in the beginning, you're looking at me like, what is she even saying? And I and I tell people all the time, I tried to learn by myself. I'm a coach and in the beginning there wasn't a certification. I bought the book. I bought the video. I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And when I finally got to work with Dr. Romanoff, he said to me, why are you not falling? You're missing out on the whole part of running. (laughs) And again, awareness, perception. I had a misperception of what the movement felt like. Now, to be fair, he was like, wow, you can do the drills really well, which is why still to this day, I'm telling you, like I, I teach very well. The and, and to have someone like myself who, by the way, when you're a coach or you're a trainer and you feel very competent in your abilities and you get coached by another coach and they're like, wait a minute, you're missing out on this whole thing. It's humbling. You have to be willing a little bit to let go of ego. And he said, it's not that your movement is wrong. Your movement is very good. You're simply not falling and falling is acceleration. So if you're feeling like you're running in place Again, these are perceptions that I can help you with now. But in the beginning, how would you know to know what that felt like?
0: Okay, so the first part of the perception that we were talking about was that self-consciousness. And wh- why do you think that is? Why do you think people are so self-conscious of having you watch them run? Because we've had, we've had dozens of people come into the membership, and it takes them weeks, uh, sometimes months, before they'll send you a video.
1: Well, to and, and let's just say from the get go, we are so proud of anyone that comes through our program. I know that's a challenge. Uh, if, think about runners. Like, when do you see yourself run? You you take a picture at the end of your run with your running group, and or you get yourself your photos. You know, in your in your races that eh, I might or might not order. Otherwise, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> otherwise. The thought of someone watching me do something is, is, oh my gosh, I'm like putting myself out there. There's a, it's a huge, I think it's a, again, it goes back to that mindset. Like she's going to see all these things I do wrong, or she's going to, you know what I mean? Right. So you're not going to judge me. If I'm sending
0: you in a video, this isn't about judging me or putting me on a scale of one to 10, you're a four and you need to work yourself up to a seven, right? That's not what we do this Correct. So, I want to talk about that mindset of this is just it's like going to the doctor and, or dentist, right? And having them say, Okay, so you need to floss a little bit more here, <laughs> you know, you need right. to uh, brush a little bit longer. You don't come out of that thinking, oh, I'm the worst, I'm the worst tooth person in the world, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's my like- dentist,
0: my dentist didn't, didn't say I did a good job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm firing him um, yeah. <laughs> well but also like and on the flip end let's go this way let's say I am an injured runner and I go to my physical therapist or my sports doctor whoever I go to 99.9 percent of the times they do not say to the person let me watch you run they you come in and they say you know you're like my knee hurts my hip hurts whatever hurts they show you these stretches to do that are, that, by the way, everyone's doing, everyone stretches their calf, everyone stretches their whatever. You see, uh, it looks very normal. You don't feel weird or out of place. The second someone wants you to do something where it makes you self-aware, it makes you self-aware. So more more people are likely, have never been filmed, they think it's awkward, and they don't know what they're looking for, right? I think that's a big thing we have to all get over. Right. By the way, let me go right. back to... And so this me, is... I was just going to say real quick that people that do that people on the other flip in that people that do weightlifting, they film themselves constantly. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So if you're actually a person that starts to want to see how you move and you start to think again, perception, if I can see my movement to help myself correct my movement, it's such a positive experience.
0: Right. So that's what I was going to bring up. So when we finally get people to say, hey, seriously, send in a gate analysis, that's private, right? They upload Uh it to you. You get it. You give it back to them privately through email. That's not something that's put off. It's private for that person to do. Now, we have a Facebook group that people are able to uh, post their skills if they want, but they don't have to do that either. Right. They can do that. It's all private. Right. And then, but then we also have the Zoom. So explain the Zoom calls and how people are in the Zoom calls. I know it's always so funny when we first started this, um, getting people set up right with Zooms. It was so funny a year ago before the pandemic. We could not get people to understand how to work Zoom, and now it's it's so much easier, isn't it, to have oh, yeah. them, like, interact with you? So when it takes you I've, – I've been on the Zooms. It takes us about, what, four or five minutes before people start, like, just realizing that it's just like being in the middle of a class. It's like we're all standing in a gym. We just happen to be in our own houses, and well, you're
1: just <laughs> – No, 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 you're right. I think that the the Zoom is a very eye-opening experience to what does it feel like to get coached. And I think a lot of runners have not ever had a coach or they've had a coach that does things like you're gonna run four miles today and check in or I stand on the track and I blow a whistle and I hold the watch. So, so much of coaching that we're familiar with is way more like the outcome of the coaching. I would like you to run four miles. Coach, I ran four miles. High five. So we were really used to this feeling of um, not really someone watching us move. So right. I tell, so, and again, now, now let's say you were going to a fitness class or a boot camp and they would demonstrate the movements. And then here you are doing the movements and they might shout out some cues. But most of what you're going to hear is, hey, you guys, you're doing great. Way to go. 10 more. So right. again, that's the majority of coaching. So now you come on to Valerie's. You come in to run Rx, you get on a Zoom, and all of a sudden this person's saying to you, "I want to see when you come into the Zoom, guys. This is the best part. I get to see you. I want to see your pose. I want to see your fall. I want to see your pull. I want to make sure you're developing correct perception and awareness of your movement. And then I can see things like if you're holding tension in your foot or your, you know, I can correct your shoulders or behind your hips. These are all the things that we can correct in place." that you can take on to movement. So in the beginning, you may feel like, ah, she's just correcting me. And in the beginning, of course I am, because I'm helping you to feel what it feels like to be, not just to be corrected, but to make sure you're doing the movement correctly. So there is a lot of coaching. And and then I try to, I address everybody. The fun part is you watch me and then you do what I do. And then I get to watch you and and help you correct if you need the correction. And I'm telling you, everyone, maybe the first time they come in for the first five minutes, they're a little bit like shell shock because it's a weird sensation to have someone just telling me what to do. And then immediately, (laughs) but I will say this, generally after the first correction and they can feel the benefit in the movement, then you see the shift. Yeah, You see the mind open and the body open and relax. And then they realize we're all on the same journey. We're all just trying to make sure that when we go out for our run, we are not going to hurt ourselves. And it really just sets, that really sets the mood.
0: (laughs) Okay. So that brings back just to kind of wrap it up. If I'm, if I'm coming in, how long does it take me to like start getting self-aware or this awareness and getting over the awkwardness and, you know, um, how long is it going to, how long is this going to take me? We make it three months, but why do we make it three months?
1: Well, for that exact reason, you know, the the, the struggle we have in initially getting someone to, you know, send in their gait analysis to really commit to working on their movement. And let me I'll say this as a backstory. I used to teach these things uh, through clinics where people would come and they would either come for one hour or up to um, 16 hours. I taught anywhere from one hour to full certification, 16 hours. You barely have a chance to feel anything you get. And this is the best part, by the way, your mind learns it immediately. Once you realize like, oh, I should be, you know, standing in a nice balanced pose and just fall forward and pull. It's very simple. The doing part, not so much. You need that muscle memory. You need that repetitive a movement pattern so that it becomes your natural movement pattern so what we have found as you know over this time we have found that on average most people take about that three month time to start feeling like okay I can really tell when I'm doing this correctly right right and so into that guys that was one of the things
0: it really took about three to four weeks before people started saying, okay, I felt the fall for a little bit, right? I felt the fall for a little Correct. bit. And then it took, Correct. Um, Correct. it took almost six to eight weeks before they could maintain it for say a mile, uh, up to three miles, let's say. Right. But we added the extra month because we really want to get you that unconscious competence. Right? right, Just like just like now, brushing your teeth. I think you gave this. I'm gonna I'm gonna back this up real quick because you gave this as a fantastic example. Uh, Once this was like a year ago, we were talking about when you teach a child to brush their teeth. You have to remind them every day, till like they're 13 or even 16 years old. Right. It's like they get up every morning. Did you brush your teeth? Did you brush your teeth? Did you brush your teeth? Right. And you said eventually, after 16 years of it, they right. finally. They, you don't have to remind them anymore. But if you don't keep reminding them, they don't think about it. They don't right. think about brushing their teeth. They don't think about uh, what it's going to. So that's what we're trying to do here is that it's, it's, you have to get, to get used to that until it becomes something that's just, but what is do. it? They say 5,000 repetitions of something. You, you can become <laughs> a master. 5,000 right. repetitions guys is what years.
1: <laughs> but also to think that there'll so, be 5,000 of the correct repetitions. And uh, the correct you know, repetition, right, to,
0: to who was it, um, uh, Vince Lombardi said, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect pa- practice makes perfect.
1: Correct, and so that's the thing that, that I like to remind runners, it's 1,500 steps a mile, there's a oh, lot of yes. opportunities there to, uh, unfortunately, and, you know, the, by the way, real quick, with perception, most of us ignore our body parts until they yell at us. Right? Oh, yeah. That's so a good it's point. like, I'm not thinking of um, doing extra work for my feet and ankles because my feet and ankles don't hurt yet. However, the minute my calf hurts or whatever hurts, then I think, oh, I need to stretch it or whatever. So we're, we're trying to help you feel just that more overall connection, even with your body. So you're in a state of constant prevention.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the RunRx Podcast. If you'd like to know more, Join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.